unrepentant, and in your face with a style that is always funny, fresh, and never boring. Join Delhi as he discusses various relevant and trending topics as he keeps you informed, engaged, and entertained. Welcome to Soul Food and Lemonade. Hello, welcome to this edition of Soul Food and Lemonade. My co-host Sharif is not with me today. You know, it was a holiday weekend. He deserves to be off. I deserve to be off too, but I wasn't. <laughs> so much to do, not enough time in a 24-hour period to do what needs to get done. And so, um, you know, I'm grateful to be here. Before I go any further, however, let me remind you guys to subscribe, hit the notification bell so that you can be kept in the know. Also like and share the video if you're enjoying the show. You can also donate. All the information is in the description below. Check it out. And know that we appreciate you for watching. We appreciate you for your comments. Uh, we appreciate you for your thoughts in your head. Even if you did not comment, we appreciate you. There's a lot of catching up to do over the um, Juneteenth weekend. As gun violence continue to rain down on this country, six people have lost their lives in another wave of chaos. 42 were injured over the Juneteenth weekend. And I'm sure, I'm almost certain that those numbers are just what was reported by the news. There may have been far more that happened over that weekend. In Washington, D.C., there, uh, there was gunfire near a concert. In Harlem, New York, a 21-year-old basketball star was killed and nine other people were injured. Do we need to do more as far as gun control? Yes, we do. Is government doing enough as far as gun control? Absolutely not. I'll let the public decide how far Government needs to go, but the public so far has been silent to a great degree. The public has been silent on this issue. We need massive demonstration on the National Mall. I'm talking millions of people showing up to show Congress and the Senate how serious an issue this is. The Republicans obviously aren't too serious about controlling high-powered assault rifles. They're not. They are the obstruction right now. Forget about this compromise that they've reached that hopefully will be signed into law and I must admit, that's a huge step. That's a huge step that was taken. However, it still isn't enough. Still not enough. So, 
how do we force them to do what's right? I know a lot of you have been signing petition, which is all good and fine. Now we all need to show up to Washington, D.C. on the National Mall by the millions, by the hundreds and thousands, millions. Let them know how serious an issue this is and that they need, they must get it together once and for all. Otherwise, there are going to be a lot more people being slaughtered in this country, unfortunately. For the life of me, I cannot understand why this mega obsession, this ultra obsession with assault rifle. Who are you coming after? Who are you hunting? Make it make sense, because it's not making any sense to me whatsoever. Then the, let, let me just talk about New York for a second. So New York, New York's new, new law barring the sale of bullet-resistant vest to most civilians does not cover the type of armor that was worn by the Buffalo supermarket killer. Just in case you didn't hear that, New York's law or New York's new law barring the sale of bullet-resistant vests to most civilians does not, I repeat, does not cover the sale or the type of armor worn by the Buffalo supermarket killer. A gap that is sure to limit the law's effectiveness in stopping future military-style assault on the public. Instead, this law restricts the sale of soft-body, bullet-resistant armor. That's what the law does. It restricts the sale of bullet-resistant, soft-body armor. How is that a good thing? How is that a good thing? Because it's not. Certainly not. America has to make a decision. And when I say America, I'm talking about the citizens of America. I'm not talking about Congress or the Senate right now. Because obviously, they're not doing anything. Obviously, they're just putting a band-aid over the problem and hope that it sticks. The citizens of this country has to make a decision what is acceptable as far as gun laws and what is not. The way that you make that decision is by showing up on the National Mall by the millions and come election day, vote Vote, 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 vote out everyone who has opposed a law restricting the sale of assault rifles. Vote them all out. Whether they're Republicans, whether they're De Democrats, vote them all out. The thing is that Americans have more say than they really think that they do. 
because government has dumbed down this society so much that a lot of times people feel like they have no say in any matter whatsoever. Well, I have news for you. If this is a democracy, as America always tells us, if this is a true democracy, you are the voice of the Republican, of the Democrats, of the government. You are the voice. So why not step up and do what needs to get done? Why not go out there demonstrating huge numbers? Take a day off from your job. Do what must be done. Skip that vacation. Do what must be done. Don't just sit at, ho sit at home and hope that government will do the right thing because newsflash, they never will. Very rarely do they do the right thing. Putting a Band-Aid on this gun legislation pending is just that, a Band-Aid. It may stick, it may not stick. Republicans may not even vote for it. Democrats can hope all they want. It's not a guarantee. So the, the choice is ours. The powers are in our hands. We must decide as a nation what we want, not what they offer to us. What we want collectively as a nation. But then again, the country is so massively divide, div, div, divided right now. The country is seriously divided right now. But still there's a glimmer of hope. I believe so. You always have to wish and hope for good things to happen. And I'm going to hold on to that hope. Now, there is a guy running on the Republican side. He's running for Senate. His name is Eric Guitens, who is a former Navy SEAL. He's now a candidate, a Republican candidate. He released an ad that was so bad that even Facebook, yes, the Facebook that you and I know, banned the ad. And the public is calling for a, a, a marshal, a, a court marshal on this guy. Anyone and everyone who has some decency and morale in them, Democrats, independents, or Republicans, ought to fight like hell not to let this guy be elected to any office anywhere in America. I said it. His ad urges supporters to go rhino hunting. And for those of you who still do not know what rhino means, it means Republicans in name only. I don't care who you are. Democrats are Republicans. You should not be encouraging anyone if you're running for office or not. 
to go hunt Republicans, Democrats, or anyone else. I'm going to play the ad for you so you see what I'm talking about. I'm Eric Dryton's Navy SEAL, and today we're going rhino hunting. The rhino feeds on corruption and is marked by the stripes of cowardice. Join the MAGA crew, get a rhino hunting permit. There's no bagging limit, no tagging limit, and it doesn't expire until we save our country. Yes, America, that is his ad, that Facebook banned. Facebook banned it. Twitter warns ahead of the release that it violates its rules about abusive behavior. This dude is someone who wants to represent some of you in the U.S. Senate. I don't know what else to say. I honestly don't know what else to say other than the fact that if you vote for this guy, you have mental problems just like he does. Because obviously, obviously, he's heartless, he's cold as ice, and no one in their right minds should even think remotely of supporting an idiot like that. Seriously, no one should even think of supporting him. That's one of the most despicable ads I've ever seen coming from someone who hopes to be a Senate, a Senator rather, or a Krangers person. One of the most despicable ads. Gonna take a break. I'll be right back. Keep it locked. It's so food and lemonade. Color your space with contemporary works of art sourced directly from African artisans. These gems will delight your senses and connect you to the ancient lands of the African continent. Show your authentic self through these exquisite pieces at home or at the office. Offer them as powerful and inspiring gifts to family, friends, and colleagues. Browse some of these original works at riserart.com or call us at 678-855-0099. Welcome back to Soul Food and Lemonade. My co-host isn't here. I hate doing this show by myself, but hey, it is what it is. So um, we know quite well that one of the things that drives a wedge between family is discussing politics. Politics can make you hate your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your niece, your nephew, your neighbors down the street, the milkman, the garbage man. Politics can make you hate people. This young lady, I forgot her name off the top of my head right now. Oh, by the way, let me say thanks to Megan, Megan Hamilton for publishing this story on a website called politicalflare.com. This is where I got this story from. This is one of the most despicable um, kind of story that I've ever read. But I'm going to share it with you right now. Once again, I forgot her name, but it will come up in, um, in, in this piece. 
So I'm just going to be reading verbatim right now. She writes, As an advanced practice registered nurse working in COVID-19 units, I spoke from experience about seeing this disparity firsthand and wishing more people would get the vaccine to protect themselves from the ravages of the pandemic. My brother, she writes, claimed the disparity didn't exist and that I was making up the data about the rate of vaccinations. Carmen, that's her name, Carmen. She writes, the fact that we disagreed was no surprise, but the nature of his verbal attacks and arguments that followed shocked me. My brother ridiculed my education, my doctoral preparation, and even my description of how I had been affected by the tragic loss of life I've directly witnessed for more than two years. He then showed an intensity of aggression that I had never seen since we were children. I can still see his face screwed up in hatred. It seemed to me that my brother became consumed by Trump. And even when we tried to steer clear of political conversations, he seemed to obsessively want to discuss his love for the 45th president and hatred for Joe Biden. My brother, she writes, is a self-made intelligent man that has achieved great success as a highly skilled technician, a fact about which I have always been proud. Yet his anger echoed the uh, critique popularly echoed by those on the right wing that all folks on the political left are elitists. Trump may not be in office, but his influence is still strong today. When it comes to abortion rights, multiple polls indicate that the majority of Americans favor upholding Roe v. Wade, yet as a society we seem to have slipped into zealotry with no middle ground for rational decision based on facts versus dogma, she writes. Although abortion rights and vaccines are separate issues, I see these separate events as interwoven. What I wish to communicate to my brother is the same thing I want to communicate to Trump supporters everywhere. Let's not allow extremist ideas to fracture our abilities to keep talking and have relationships. See the woman and girls that you love and protect their rights to control their own bodies regardless of your party. Let's unite and put women's rights and their ability and their physical safety before politics. Anything less is a tragedy. I must say that I agree with her. You do not have to be a female to stand up for abortion rights. There are several reasons, one of which a woman may have decided she do not want to carry the child. And one of those reasons is if she was raped. We do not know what the mental state of a person who has been raped really is like. We do not know how that affects the mother or the female. 
we must support whether we agree or not certain decisions that are made by women about their own bodies. Yes, some of you are going to bring religion into it. I know it and I get it. But once again, we don't know how an incident or an occurrence like that affect the woman's mind, her sense of wanting to carry on after such a rape. We don't know. And whatever decision she makes is a decision I'm sure she must have thought about thoroughly before she decide on it. So who am I to judge? Who are you to judge? We have absolutely no right telling anyone how to live their lives, what to do with their bodies, how they should conduct themselves in public. We have absolutely no right. But if you cannot support these women and their rights to have an abortion or not to have an abortion, shut the hell up and have nothing to say. Keep your thoughts and your opinions to yourself. It's that plain and simple. It's that plain and simple. One of the reasons why we have so much chaos in the world is because we refuse to show true love. We refuse to exercise what true humanity looks like. And so we wallow in our selfishness and our selfish ways, hate on everything and everyone, always thinking that we are right, always thinking that you are the only one who can interpret God's words. You're the only one who has the final say. While in that process, you're driving some people to suicide. You're driving them to taking their own lives. You're driving them to insanity. We must stop. We must stop. We must pause. And if you have nothing good to say, do not say anything whatsoever. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. This is not second-hand information that I'm relaying to you. People will talk about you, not knowing what you're going through mentally, emotionally, physically, psychologically. Everyone comes to their own conclusion about you as a person. You should have done this to stop that. Couldn't you have done this? Couldn't you have done this? Who are you? To make decisions for people and telling them what they have the right to do or not to do. Fall back. Allow people to live their lives. Live and let live. None of us has the right to tell any woman anywhere in the world what to do with their own bodies. That's my thought. That's my opinion. I'm going to stick to it. See you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on Soul Food and Lemonade. 
be sure to visit our website at anchor.fm forward slash soulfoodandlemonade where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts to name a few or via RSS so you will never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we appreciate a rating and a comment on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about us, that will help as well. Please make a donation to sustain future episodes.